is told about a U.S. battleship that received the following radio message from a light source in its path. Please divert your course 15 degrees to the south to avoid collision. The American vessel refused to do so and instead responded to the sender, you divert your course 15 degrees to the north to avoid a collision. Another message came back from the anonymous source saying, negative, you divert your course 15 degrees to the south to avoid a collision. Now the Americans, the most powerful naval force in the world, were rather ticked off that anybody could dare to ask them to move out of the way. And so the captain sent back this stern warning. This is the captain of the United States Navy ship. I demand that you divert your course. The message came back one more time saying, negative, you need to divert course. This is a lighthouse. Your call. This year, March 25th, the date on which we celebrate the solemnity of the Annunciation happened to fall on Good Friday. This coincidence set the mystery of the incarnation of the Lord's conception and birth on a collision course with the Paschal mystery of his death and resurrection. Thankfully, there were no back and forth threats and demands to divert course. Rather, the inbuilt logic in the church calendar resolved this apparent conflict by ceding the debt to Good Friday and moving the Feast of the Annunciation to the nearest free day today. I would like to draw three lessons from this liturgical near miss. First, we are reminded that the mystery which saves us is one. The Catechism tells us that Christ's whole life is a mystery of redemption. Redemption comes to us above all through the blood of his cross, but this mystery is at work throughout Christ's entire life. We must therefore draw from all the riches of Christ's life from his incarnation for us men and for our salvation, to his death for our sins, and resurrection for our justification. Considering our redemption as, as one big mystery helps avoid the temptation to cherry pick one or other of the mysteries or the feasts that celebrate them. Considering our redemption as one big mystery helps us to see the inner consistency of God's plan of salvation and of how the church celebrates this plan in its liturgy. Second, we are reminded that the calendar with its seasons and feasts is an attempt to help us profit 
in manageable, bite-sized pieces what is really a mystery. The variety of this nutritious fare is seen in the waiting of Advent, the joy of the Lord's birth at Christmas, the penance of Lent to prepare us for the climax of our redemption at Easter, and of course, the ordinary time that celebrates all the other mysteries of our salvation. Third, perhaps the happy fault that the Feast of the Annunciation always falls within the Lenten and Easter period, so as to bridge the only two great mysteries of Christ that we recite in the Creed, the Incarnation, at which we shall genuflect today, and the Paschal Mystery. With Mary, we can understand better how, how important, how decisive her response to the angel was, saying, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. For similar words would be said by the Lord himself just before he died on the cross. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Today's feast reminds us that the great events of Easter go back to simple beginnings, to the simple yes of a young woman. With Mary, we can understand better what the angel meant when he promised her, Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. And of his kingdom there will be no end. The baby that she conceived gave birth to Christmas, gave birth at Christmas, is now 33 years old on Good Friday. Mary herself at the Annunciation was perhaps no more than 19. Standing at the foot of the cross, she's now about 50. For her and for us all, the words of the angel now make sense only in the light of Easter. And this year particularly, having the solemnity of the Annunciation make room for the celebration of the Lord's passion, death, and resurrection reminds us that Christ was born so that he might do a job, the very difficult and generous job of redeeming us by his sacrifice on the cross. During this Easter season, before Mass, and at the end of night prayer, we recite not just any Marian antiphon, but the Regina Celi. Let this prayer remind us of the seamless link between the mysteries of the Lord. For with the words of this prayer, we rejoice with the Queen of Heaven, because the Son for whom she did merit to conceive and bear has now risen as he said. And while the battleship and the lighthouse fight over who has the right of way, the Regina Celi reminds us of the internal priorities within the entire mystery of our redemption. Easter, as the lighthouse, is the source of light that helps all the other mysteries make sense. Easter is the lighthouse that helps us navigate this turbulent life.
fraught with temptations and difficulties. Easter is the lighthouse that assures us that, like Mary did the will of God at the Annunciation, and Jesus did the will of the Father on the cross, when we do the will of God, we too shall be led safely to our destination, which is life with God forever and ever. You have been listening to the Notre Dame Seminary Podcast. Notre Dame is a Roman Catholic seminary and graduate school of theology located in New Orleans, Louisiana. For more information, log on to www.nds.edu. Thank you.